Last orders at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales, a curated 5e Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the tales of the Yawning Portal campaign module by Wizards of the Coast. Previously on Tavern Tales, we begin the third session of our adventure in the dungeon itself, just past the Gynosphinx. But will our group of solo heroes be able to work together to earn the rewards? Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So come sit down and laugh with the enemy, raise a glass and sing to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So I... Apologies. Uh, apologies all. I have gotten a tidbit wrong. <laughs> Thank you for not calling me out, but, but I have I've checked my notes here, and it was to the left that our adventurers were advised to go by the Gynosphinx. So my apologies for sending you to the right. So left, they went into the gloom, each step through the muck and filth by the water of their path, sloshing and, and splashing as they proceeded into the darkness, down the leftmost, leftmost tunnel. In regards to traipsing through unknown waters, Vulcan quietly muttered to himself, as he was wont to do. Are we sure this is the right way? And now let us peek into the adventure, as our heroes proceed forward towards dangers unknown down a ten-foot-wide corridor in shin-high waters. Who's in the front? Vulcan. Who is behind Vulcan? I'll be behind. And who is bringing up the rear? And that'll be me. And who has dark vision? Not me. me. There we go. So last time. Yeah. So our Triton and our Tiefling both have dark vision. Vulcan, describe yourself moving forward in the water. So along with his uh, dark vision, he also has his uh, moon-touched short sword that gives off light as well. So he's kind of just walking with that, his short sword held out in front of him, kind of just going down the pathway. Marching forward. Yes. How far behind Vulcan is our Triton Zuvus? Probably about an arm length. Okay. So you could reach out and grab his backpack if you needed to. Sort yeah. Of thing. Okay. And then how far behind Zuvus is our dear... Warlock? Thasis. Thasis will be five feet back. So just a little bit in case... They fall off a cliff. So and a then full square back or f- yeah, the full, square behind them? A full square okay. back. Can you see us? I, there's a light. I can see. He's got a light on. I have a light. As and, well, you have a torch. And I have torches. Right, right. Yeah. And I'm generally just scanning occasionally for magic. Generally just like occasionally every couple of minutes just being like, Anything glowy, anything sparkle, anything give off that uh, je ne sais quoi of I would like to own that. <laughs> Just, you know, giving me the heebie-jeebies, giving me the whatever it is that it feels like when you <laughs> feel the magic <laughs> with Eldritch Sight. I like that look of you <laughs> across the bar. <laughs> the, the missus and I liked your vibe. <laughs> okay, you're proceeding quietly forward. No one's saying anything to anybody else. And uh, I need our tiefling Vulcan to make a dexterity saving throw. Can I can I see this effect? No. Okay, because if I see the effect, I get advantage. That's why I'm asking. 
No. Nice. That's not a thing. No. Great. And I also need Zufus to make a dexterity saving throw. I got 20. So a 20 more than enough. Uh, however, uh, Vulcan is not paying close enough attention and the the tunnel has proceeded absolutely normal. The water is right at that midpoint on your shin throughout the entire time. And then you take one step forward and your foot goes right through what you would think would be the floor and you fall forward with a gigantic sploosh into the water itself, making a big crash. Would you please describe <laughs> Zufus's flailing attempts as he rolled a what on his dexterity saving throw rolled a three total the reason why you didn't get any benefit on this is literally just like how would you see that the water like the floor just gave way no, it was, i know i'm just yeah so it's, it's there describe away there's nothing graceful about this this is a typical america's funniest home video moment he just bails face first arms outstretched <laughs> just kabloosh you see the light from the short sword kind of glowing up through the water and it's just not do his wings start to flare and no those are fine it's just his it's just kabloosh and then he tries to play it off he bloosh into the water how much armor are you wearing you're carrying all your gear i am wearing no armor but you're carrying all your gear so you are uh fall and you sink to the thing make an athletics check to swim <laughs> 26. Describe what you do in the water and how you uh, swim. So after he's gone in the water, he pops right back up, like not even a second later. He just biffs unspectacularly in the water, but then comes out spectacularly out of the water. So it's not a second, like, because time takes. You, you failed the check, but you spectacularly breast the water and your head and wings and arms come free. Yeah. Cool. Did you sink all the way to the bottom of this and then kick off to swim all yes. the way up with your prodigious strength yes okay then you realize that the water goes down about 10 feet and is a cube 10 foot by 10 foot of extra water stagnant gross non-moving water and you glowingly beautifully crest the water and everyone sees the moon touched sword short sword yeah as it uh, clears the water first or did you have to pick that up off the ground because you dropped it when you fell into the water yeah, I'd say I dropped it, but I, <laughs> I love it. that. That's great. He's got it back up. He clears the water, sword, Excalibur, the Lady in the Lake style, head and uh, horns follow. He's treading water there. No one else has fallen in. Are you okay in there? You wanted to go for a swim? Apparently I did. Okay. I am fine, though. How far across? About 10 feet, roughly. Hmm. I wonder if this was a triggered trap at one point that ended up getting filled with water, potentially. I wonder if there's any of the trap left. I'm in the water. I don't know why you're looking at me. <laughs> you're both looking at me, and I don't know why. <laughs> I'm wondering this all to myself, it seems. <laughs> all right, I'm going to try to run and jump the length of the thing, and I don't care if I fall in the water. You're going to have to make an athletics check, but sure. because you're sure. in shin-high water, mm -hmm. you would have disadvantage unless you did something to you know, cause yourself some sort of benefit to not have to trudge through this bracken water to get there. I'm really strong, so I'm going to try to just long jump it like solid. Okay, yeah. roll with disadvantage your athletics yeah. check. All right. All right, I got a good old eight. <laughs> yeah, you don't quite make it. Yeah, you land. You almost get to the other side of this and you land and you watch as Thasis clears over the head of treading water Vulcan and moves past Zuvas and then jumps in as a graceful leap, but they miscalculate just how far it goes and they just go Sploosh. immediately disappearing into the water. You get a big splash 
splash of water in your face there, Vulcan. Can I see Thasis sinking with the light of my sword at all? Or has Thasis oh, yeah. popped up yet? Thasis goes quickly to the bottom. And what happens? Yeah, I push very strongly to get up. You're not wearing much armor, right? I, I am. It's in my body. I'm heavy. Oh, yeah. You're a robot. Yeah. I make an athletics check to To swim. push up. Yeah. Uh, all right, 11. Yeah, that's more than enough to swim up and you, you watch as Thasis pushes off the bottom, pushes up, grabs up 10 foot onto the ledge there, kicking their legs and then pulls himself free. What a group I am with. And then Zuvis will elegantly dive into the water and swim over to the other side. Make an athletics check mm. or acrobatics. Mm, seven. <laughs> well, it's not graceful. It looks more like a belly flop. <laughs> And Vulcan, you have to get the sword out of the way quickly because it looks like Zuvis is going to impale himself on the point of it. You're not sure if that was deliberate or not. <laughs> as you take another splashing mouthful of water as you're treading water there, and another teammate. Now, are you wearing much in the way of armor there? Yeah, I have half plate. Half plate armor? You <laughs> sink like a stone. Make a athletics check with disadvantage to swim in your half plate armor. Now, what does this mean, the ignore all drawbacks from deep underwater environment? Yeah, you're, well, you're not deep underwater. No, okay. But like, if you're any anybody who would get the bends or pressure from deep water, mm, those it doesn't. Things, wouldn't ha you have no effect on you. 19. Okay, so was that acrobatics or athletics? Acrobatics. All right, definitely not using your strength to get out of here. <laughs> no. Dexterously moving in your ponderous half plate armor. You also grab the edge and you pull yourself ponderously up. Your All your gear is soaking wet, which is probably fine by you, but it's all dry land gear. So it's not really meant to have been fully yeah, plunged submerged. into stagnant bracken water. And it tastes terrible. It tastes like... Tastes like Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts mm, and gas. Yes, Brussels sprouts, gas, and chalk. Mm, delicious. What are you eating? <laughs> I'm just saying it sounds sounds delicious. <laughs> right? Okay. Now we're cooking with gas, our chalky Brussels sprouts. Right. Welcome back. You guys climb heavily to your feet, and that is uh, the only source of entertainment in this hallway as you continue to proceed forward. You're in the lead again, though, Vulcan, moving to the front. The torch has been expunged, and it does take some work to, to light any of your torches as they are all soaking wet at this point. So how do you uh, generate any light to go forward? Vulcan's going to hand his moon touch short sword to Zuvis in the middle, just because he's got dark vision, and that way at least there's okay i can see in the front and then yep. zuvis can kind of zuvis is dark vision as well yeah. oh, so okay. are you handing it to me to hand to sure let's thesis? do that yeah zuvis then passes the sword onto thesis you got a shiny glowing short sword in your hands thesis okay so this is gonna sort of step more towards the front okay unless you don't want me to well, no, I was just handing it to you just so that you had a source okay. of light. Oh, sure. Because we have dark vision. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Was that know. in character? It seems like that was in character. Do you want me to take the lead? No, it's mostly for your own benefit. All right, I'll make sure to hand it to you if you get into danger. Sounds good. Do you swish it a few times? To see yeah. That? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to see how it weighs things. It's got great balance. Does mm. glows with a, a nice silvery light. Can you watch where you're swinging that, please? I was, wasn't I? You almost caught my arm. Like even I don't think you were anywhere near Zuvis's arm, but <laughs> <laughs> apparently you got long arms. Jeez. Zuvis is a little salty. They are a fish person, I suppose. The conversation between me and the GM is happening in my head. Mm. So 
<laughs> you proceed forward, Vulcan, in the lead. Is there anything you do differently as you proceed forward? Vulcan will kind of, he's, he's going to take shorter steps, kind of like heel and toe, like he's power walking, because the steps he was taking before were too long, and that's why he just kind of... I'm going to sweep with your foot. Yeah, kind of like shovel along in the water. So he's testing the ground yeah. a bit more, a little bit more trepidatious as you proceed forward, as you move down in the corridor ahead, turns sharply to the left, and then goes out another five feet or so, and then a 90 degree turn to the right. And the corridor then proceeds down into darkness and gloom again as you have reached a longer section of corridor. You proceed slowly, takes you several minutes to get down this corridor, but there are no traps, no tricks, no further submerged pits for you to fall into. And you come upon a series of copper-colored metal plates lining the walls of the path before you. Each of the plates is six feet high and six feet wide. What do they look like? There's different animals imprinted on each of the plates. So they look they look very ornate with their imprinted animals on them. Cool. Okay. Do they have round edges or sharp edges, Paige? Round edges. Round edges. And they are attached somehow to the wall. You cannot detect. It seems to have them firmly, firmly hanging from the walls on either side. Oh, they're hanging? Yes, they are. Well, they're lining the walls. These copper plates, they're six feet long and six feet wide, and they're hanging on the walls both sides of the pathway before you. Mm. You're in the lead, so you get to yeah. make decisions. Okay. Mm. Interesting dishware on the walls. It's fairly big dishware. Is it dishware for giants? I don't think it's dishware at all. Then what do you think it is? I don't know. You're in the lead and obstructing my view. Then move around me or ask me to move. It sounds like you'd rather me get stuck in a trap than yourself this time. I've already been in one. And whose fault was that? The ground gave way. Did it give way or did you step into it? Can you just look at the plates please? Can I use detect magic? Do I have to roll for detect magic? It just happened. Oh. Is copper one inch of common metal or is it common metal? Yeah, it seems to be common metal. Why? Because that blocks detect magic. Mm. It's definitely not like an inch thick. Maybe it's close to an inch thick. Mm. But you're getting a taste of transmutation in your detect magic, like that cinnamony mm. taste of transmutation. I'll look around too. You as well begin to taste the cinnamon sh- detection of detect magic, of transmutation. Ah, yes, cinnamon. Something is not right in this room. What are you talking about, cinnamon? There is a taste of cinnamon in the air, which means that there is transmutation at play. I thoroughly washed out the water that I was forcefully given when you two jumped in the water, but I I did not taste cinnamon. Are you magical? Do I look magical? No. So would you know what transmutation tastes like? I'm going to assume it tastes like cinnamon. <laughs> this guy gets it finally, right? Right? No. I don't expect all three of us are going to make it out of here. Oh, only if you look at it like that. What does your enhanced cinnamon palette tell us? <laughs> that there's transmutation that has occurred. What kind can you discern from the flavor explosion that you're tasting right now? I can't with this person. Thesis. Yeah, so so it might be that there's a spell still in green or that there was a spell that happened, but we can't tell what that spell is necessarily. We could potentially cast something like, eh, you know, turning off the magic, something like that, but that might also like do something bad if we don't know what it is. Mm, well, I'm out of ideas. <laughs> 
You don't say. <laughs> I don't believe you gave an idea to be out of ideas. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just realized I can admit five feet of bright light. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With my magical tinkering. <laughs> it's only five feet. Yeah. You glow. That's, well, I do it on an item. Yeah. One property to a non-magical tiny object. I can make it admit light, an odor, or a nonverbal sound. I was trying to see if I had anything alchemisty that could help us. A high-pitched like a squeal that is really annoying. So yeah, these plates continue down the corridor mm. as far as your vision and dark vision or otherwise can see. So at least 60 feet. Can I touch one of them? You touch one of them. You describe them, but is there any sort of like style or I don't know, something that I might recognize from like a history check of like the design? Sure. You mean you could make a history check? Sure. Like Ah, yes, this is, you know, the equivalent of the Antiques Roadshow situation. All right. No. Okay. This is a solid eight. They got party pictures on them. It's a plate. (laughs) I tried. (laughs) I think we start moving forward, but can we be checking for traps or anything out of place besides these plates? Sure. How do you do that? Look really carefully. (laughs) Sure. Make a perception check. No. So I got a total of three. You proceed forward. I'm guessing because this is 10 foot across that Zuvis and Vulcan are walking side by side now. I think so. Okay. Yep. And then Thasis is bringing up the rear. Yep. You move out 10 feet down the corridor and the temperature of the room for you, Zuvis, starts to get like a little little warmer. It feels like nice, like you're, you're drying off from how soaked you were from like a minute and a half ago when you fell in the pool. Right. You feel like... Oh, I'm not as clammy and cold and icky as I was before. Mm. Thesis, you as well start to feel a little heated up, warmed up, like dried up, dried off sort of thing. Uh, you're not really feeling anything at all, Mr. Tiefling. Okay. But after about 20 feet into the area, it starts to feel noticeably warmer. And I need you all to make insight checks mm. or survival checks. This is the same for me. How one, did we do? One thing Thesis is not very good at is anything to do with the real world so how'd you do i got an eight great how did we do uh, zuvis 13 and vulcan 12 right so the room is just getting warmer maybe you're moving towards something and you could at this point still continue to perceive or believe that maybe there's a, a warm breeze that's blowing down but you're not feeling much wind on your skin or robotic parts as you're moving along so you don't really notice anything but as you get from that 30 feet to 40 foot range it starts to get really 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 unbearable and anywhere that metal is on your body or on your pack is so warm that it starts to burn you and you zuvas take four points of fire damage as you finally dawns on you that everything metal that you're wearing and carrying is actually what's generating the heat it's not some wind it's not some rise in temperature the metal on your armor and weapons is now heated up to the point that you're taking burning fire damage from it. The same with Thasis. Yeah, it's part of my body, so I am metal. You're mostly porcelain, I think, and then internal workings and whatnot, but nonetheless, four points of fire damage to you. You gave your sword, which is now (laughs) hot as well, and you can feel the heat through the wrappings of the magical short sword, but what's... uh, I've got my great axe on my back. You now take two points of damage as your great axe burns you 
Are you resistant? I a- am resistant. So That's is that with the resistance? Two points of damage. Yeah. Oh, half. I remove all of my armor. I start taking your armor off. Yeah. That's going to take more than a round. I can't take off my. No, you metal. can't. I disassemble myself. <laughs> Does not seem like the metal, even if you're removing it, is cooling down, though. No. We need to move away from this. Further in? Oh, or Also. The metal on your feet, even though your your greaves, your foot gear, the metal of that from your half plate, even if it's still underwater, it's still hot as well. Oh, <laughs> okay. You'd see the little <laughs> bubbles of oxygen coming off of it as it's heating the water, but it is not doing anything to subsume the heat that's happening to the metal. You okay. may make an arcana check at this point. Oh, I'm like super specialized in this. <laughs> Oof. What's that? 23. Anybody else want to make an arcana check? Yes. I'm good. All right. 13. You don't really know what's going on, but our 23 over here, you have devised that this is an alchemical process that somebody has set up these copper plates to generate an electrical field in between them. Whatever passes between them will immediately begin to heat metal Mm. as though the spell and the longer you are in it or connected to the metal, the hotter it gets and that you would need to do something to cool everything down in order to pass through this without any damage. If I used Gust of Wind, would I be able to knock the plates from their positions or they're no, like secure? They are secure. secure to the walls. These copper plates are generating the heat that we are currently feeling. And unless we move or disconnect them, we will continue to burn and melt. Like I don't have anything elemental that could like negate this. I do have dispel magic, but I don't know if that would help. It might. There's two ways of doing this. With your 23, technically dispel magic will not do anything Mm -hmm. because this is an active electrical current that's passing forth and the magic of it is innate behind the plates. Mm. And it is the electricity that's generating, doing this heat metal. I could destroy the plates. (laughs) That was one of my thoughts is we either destroy the plates or... Aldrich blast the plates down the hallway. Or you guys do like a big snowball. I feel very useless at this exact moment and I'm really, really hot and I can't take off my metal. So if we could figure this out really quick, that would be really great. Thank you. I had originally thought of using my wind wall, but it does not appear that that will be of any use to us. I could create a water wall. However, I also do not believe that will assist us in disconnecting these plates. I didn't know what to do. So if I'm not allowed to shoot at the walls, which I kind of want to do, I'm going to leave <laughs> before I start burning myself more. Can I take your sword with me? If you wish to hold on to it, by by all means. But it's it's very hot. <laughs> we should we should back off a little bit and try to figure out a way past this. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move. Alright, you move backwards. You all take another four or two damage and you manage to get back before the plates cross. Oof. Things were getting really hot. Things cooled down quickly, but you're quite a bit drier. So there's like, <laughs> if there's one, you know, like silver lining to this, it's that everyone is pretty dry. We find out that this is just the blow dryer uh, hallway of the mm-hmm. of White Plume Mountain, where they they blow dry their fuzzy animals or something off really quickly. Make them nice fluffy. Yeah, it's just a Dyson hallway. You are huddled in a corner. What do you do? I gotta say, I got nothing <laughs> to solve this. I meddle. <laughs> it's it's a little awkward <laughs> to be burning from the inside. <laughs> I can always go and feed Zagris if you want to take a long rest. I don't know. We either need to find a way to disable it, but unfortunately, my magical skills are 
well non-existent. So I would go the route of destroying them, but then that could make the room quite unstable, and then we would never be able to get through. Okay, go ahead. You guys are out of the thing. There's a panel right there. You go over with your big old great axe or your short sword, whatever you want. Go ahead. Roll as many d20s as you'd like. Well, no, I was. it was just a suggestion. No, I no, I know. But it seems like the, the group is definitely like, why can't we hit these? And I'm like, because Kyle's got a fit look on his face that says we can't hit them. Go. Nothing happens. It doesn't matter how hard you strike this copper plate. Nothing happens to it. To clear that, to help you guys out, to like at least feel like you're doing something. Like, you know, we smash at it. You smash at the copper plate with a resounding clang. It doesn't even have a nick or scratch to the copper plate at all. You try to get in behind it and whatnot, and you just cannot get leverage to get a good hack on it. The dungeon has not let you be make that an option of dismantling copper plates, an option in this, this puzzle. Eldritch Blast. Nothing. Can I do an investigation check to see if there's any sort of like electrical panels that we could like open? There's nothing. No? No. You have to figure out how to get down this corridor of hot with your metal gear. You said it's 60 feet to the door? 70 feet total. 70 feet total. And from your basic understandings previous, 30 feet, it's really unbearable. And when you get from 30 to 40 feet, that that movement, that time that you've spent moving through there, it gets to damaging your body, burning you temperatures, which leaves you an additional 30 feet before the doorway when the, the panels end. Well, have you thought about going down the hallway naked. Not that I want to see you naked, but you seem to be the less, least affected and I can't remove the metal from my body and maybe there's a switch on the other side. Hmm, never thought of that. It's worth a shot. So he Vulcan takes off his backpack, drops his great axe and he... Anything else? Takes it, off his belt, I also, guess. It's, <laughs> you're, you're going... Think like you're going through a metal detector. I'm going to give him a once over to see if he's got any other metal. Like, look at him. Yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Huh. No, nothing. Guys, I'm not the arbiter on that one. Don't I know. Yeah, I know. No, I've, I've got, I've got <laughs> nothing else. You don't have a Prince Albert or anything? Nope. You don't have any earrings? Nope. You're going into an MRI machine, basically. Yeah. So You're a pirate and you don't have any piercings? No. Piercings are... weird pirate. Piercings are ouchy. It's <laughs> all <laughs> so, no. He's a tiefling. He's, he's metal enough. I'm spend this white gem and say, you have lots of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Maybe he's tried to get piercings, but they can't pierce his scales. Or no, I was thinking tiefling. Maybe his skin dragon is like bar. leather. Maybe. And either way. I'm going to hold your axe for you and your backpack. Oh, you got his sword and his axe and his backpack. I'm, I'm strong enough. Now. Aaron can describe his character's Fine. madcap dash down the hallway because I want to see this. How high up is the roof? It's only like 15 feet high, 20 feet at max, 10 foot across. You should be fine. You don't have any metal. Well, no, I was just thinking if I could fly to go faster, but I. But then I feel that if I'm flying up near where the electrical plates are. The electrical plates are right against the walls. Oh, okay. I'm going to fly across. Okay. So you're going to have to make a check if you're flying because your wingspan is greater than the 10 foot wide oh, corridor it? okay. itself. But nonetheless, you use your wings, you get a glide, you boost, you sail down the hallway in one round because i mean 60 feet of flight or 30 and 30 of running is the same so you dash on down the hallway give a quick look don't need to make perception check it's just a door there's nothing else there's no switch no button no lever nothing in the water on either side of the door nothing in the lintel this door does not appear to be trapped or barricaded or even locked and it would open to you you can turn the handle and it will open you haven't done so yet and there's nothing here to tell tell you that you could turn off the heat metal detector. 
I guess I'll go through the door then, if there's nothing on this side of the door. Are you sure you want to split the party? Without any weapons. And without telling anybody. Well, I mean, I'm a barbarian. Once I rage, I am a weapon. <laughs> All right, go do it by yourself no. then. I will come back. Okay, well, let's just be kind to the, the story here that we're telling, right? You you crack the door a, a, a little bit and peek inside, and your dark vision detects there's nothing in this room. It's very empty, very devoid of anything whatsoever. You get a, a, a little subtle breeze flowing across the hall towards you as though there's um an opening over there. So it's a very a completely empty room, no sound, nothing, still water at the shins everywhere in this room. Remember I asked you to look for a switch or something. Yeah. Might not be something that can be turned off. So I'm going to fly back and the room appears to be empty on the other side. No form of life, just more water at the shins. So like it's 70 feet, so I can make it to 40 feet with taking some damage and I could potentially misty step the rest of the 30 feet. And I could misty step with all of your metal, Zuvis. It's a lot. (laughs) I'm just coming up with ideas because... I think that the intention of this hallway is to strip you naked because <laughs> there's some sort of pervert on the other side. But <laughs> I think I have a way to get our metal through the metal detector if you're interested. My only concern is as we get closer to the door, how will it affect you being essentially metal carrying? I mean, all Misty of Step the metal. is like magical, and I'm, it's not like I'm actually like going through that uh, space. I'm magically going from one place to another mm. instantaneously. It's just an idea. Because with Misty Step, you have to see the spot where you're going? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So as long as the door is left open, I can go in. Mm. Zuvis? If we took a rest, I could maybe prepare jump, and we can try and jump this passageway that will use all of my available ability. I think we may need to go with face ability. Face eye. Face eyes. Rather than using up all of your magical ability, we may need to equip face high with all of the metal items and... You're so arrogant, you can't even say someone's name correctly. <laughs> it's okay. I I assume we're friends now. He's creating a nickname for me. It's you good. prefer Thesai over Thesis. I mean, no, but, <laughs> you know, it. I don't want to bug my friend about his speech impediment. Rude. <laughs> So is that what you're going to do? I mean, that's what I was kind of thinking. Why don't you describe it? Give me all your shit. (laughs) Zuvis takes the time to strip down, but there's already some that's been unlocked from when he previously was going to strip down. um, So he just finishes what he was doing. Great. What's he wearing underneath? He just has like a white cotton shirt and some brown linen pants. Okay, perfect. It's going to pack it up as much as I can into the backpack. Does this have any piercings? No. Okay. Because then you risk getting them stuck on coral, Mm -hmm. and that's very painful. Okay. (laughs) That's what Zufus tells himself. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm going to, like, be carrying. It's like when you carry too many grocery bags. Oh, my God. You're so loaded down. I know. (laughs) But I'm going to ask you guys to carry it until I get to, like, the the mark that I need to, like, try to misty step through. So you carry your own shit out from you. And then I'm like, load me up. And then... I think you get loaded up before you... Okay, fine. Out there. So I go, and I'm, I'm pretty strong, so I'm charging. Do you go first, or does everybody else walk down the... I think... Because you guys could walk to the end. Yeah, I think we then... should walk, so that way we can either catch you or perform some sort of <laughs> healing aid on you. <laughs> I mean, Once it's really there. hard to kill me. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> we will leave you here with all mm. of our metal effects, and... We'll start burning. Zuvi and I will... <laughs> Go, go, go fast. <laughs> we'll go through the door and be ready to receive you with the door open. All right, Vulcan flies out, dashes down the corridor again, and Zuvis follows. 
All right. And we've got carrying everything. Yep. <laughs> carrying the party. <laughs> Battle axe is strapped across your back. The half plate armor is piling out. You know, it's, there's probably an armor bag yeah. in the backpack. So that's all pulled out and the armor's put into it. It's like an unfolding hockey bag size sort yep. of thing for all of the armor. Put it in there. Get all the other stuff all hauled in. You've got bags draping off of you. You're like a bellhop to a high end hotel and a family of eight has just loaded you up. Yep. And you march encumbered down the corridor, get to the 40 feet. You take four points of fire damage and then what happens? I'm going to cast Misty Step on myself to get to the end of the hallway and through the door. Or actually maybe I'll jump into the thing and then Misty Step in there so I'm like a little bit past. Just describe it for me and tell me what the words of Misty Step are. Thesis kind of springs forward and as she springs forward Forward, she says, Raven Queen, grant me your dark mist. And hopefully I teleport to the end of the hallway safely. We mean hopefully. <laughs> oh, no. You, put, you guys keep putting it back on me. Okay, of course it fails. No, no, no. I go, I, I go and I roll with all of this stuff and kind of like drop everything as I land on my back in, in the doorway. I love it. That's great. This concludes this episode of Tavern Tales. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at Bad Billy Band. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.